For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings shall we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 164 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Wood. And buddies, moisture farmers, we just spent like 30 minutes before we started recording talking about aliens and shit. Not the type of, uh, not the like hanging out in Chalmers Cantina drinking a nice blue milk kind of aliens. I'm talking about sneak in your bedroom window at night and play with your booty hole type of alien that Ooh. you see on sightings and in search of and shit Ooh. now that Hawes is sufficiently creeped out ah, not necessarily creeped out but I'll tell you what um, you know I stay up especially with her new job I stay up a little bit later than yeah. Jesse working and stuff and the other it was last night in fact I was up to like almost 3 in the morning finishing up my work and I'd watched all my YouTube channels that had updated I watched uh, the He-Man movie, like the actual live-action movie. Um, Dolph Lundgren. Yep, I watched Street Franklin Jella. <laughs> Street Fighter Two with Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, um, it was wow. a pretty. It was it, it was two pretty bad movies back to back. And I then, mean, I bet it felt good. Then I was thinking. Speaking of sightings, I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna see if there are old episodes of Sightings on YouTube. Sightings was this show. It was almost kind of like presented in an Access Hollywood type yeah. way, you know, like a news show with different segments, but it was all paranormal stuff, right? And I used yeah. to love this show as a kid. It gave me nightmares and shit. <clears throat> um, so I found it on YouTube. And me I, too, for the most part. <clears throat> I um, They had it on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. I found it on YouTube. I watched a few episodes and... Dude, it was all late at night. I'm the only one up. It, oh, I got no. fucking creeped out. I'm not going to lie. Of course. I got a good creep out going. It's like when you creep yourself out, like, I'll do that same shit. I'll be reading, you know, Reddit in the paranormal forum, and I'll be getting ready to go to sleep, and then I'll have to check the corners of the room with my eyes in the dark, like, just making sure, just making sure. Do you remember the time I, I thought the house in Starkville was haunted? Do you remember this? 
I don't think I do. Okay, so it was it had to be during the summer because you were in Huntsville. Right. Or maybe it wasn't and you were just gone. I was the only one in that house, which if you remember was very rare. Like that rarely happened because we had so many it's people living a, in the house. A mecca of activity. So I'm the only one in the house and let's say maybe I'm a little enhanced. Yeah. And I'm playing World of Warcraft. It's super Back in my room or in your room? In my room. Okay. I get a super fucking like weird eerie feeling and then I hear something in the house. Now we had several cats at that house. That's probably what it was. But right. I heard something that really freaked me out, right? And then I went in What was it? What did you hear? It was it was just a strange noise. I can't the thing is is I can't exactly remember what I heard that freaked me out. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I go outside by the pool, I'm hanging out, uh, by the pool and I swear out of my peripheral vision, I see the light in one of our roommates room go on and go off. Right. And I'm like, Oh fuck, this house is haunted. I'm the only one here. So I called you. Do you, do you remember me calling you and being like, dude, I'm either super paranoid and freaking out or this house is haunted. Do you remember this? Uh, yeah, I think I remember the phone call. I was freaked out. I had a good what did creep I out. You were like, that house isn't haunted. Yeah, that's what I would have <laughs> That house isn't haunted. But, you know, boy, did I, I think for a second it could be. Because I'm not like one of those fucking ghost hunter dudes that would go out and hunt ghosts and be stoked if I were, like, I don't ever want to oh, no, run into a ghost. No, not me. If I had to tangle with a ghost, I would. I have all my necessities. I, I'm not talking about tangling with a ghost i just don't want to have like the holy water and a good book <laughs> crucifix i don't want to run into one you know what i'm saying i don't want the paranormal I don't want encounter to either if i do i will fight one i've seen too many scurry movies you know what i'm saying i ain't looking to have the fucking house on haunted hill going on in my house or fucking uh insidious no thank you my own, like, if I ever get into a space where I feel like there's some weird energy or weird stuff going on, I would probably have it cleansed spiritually. Like, I'd probably, you know, want a, a, a pastor to come bless the house or purge any presence. You know, I am, I'm spiritual, but I mean, I would try to, I, w I would have to protect my family. You know, if, if, oh yeah, I'm not saying I wouldn't do anything about it. I'm just if saying there was some paranormal phenomenon going on in my house, freaking, freaking my family out. I'd be like, stop. So we were looking at hotels for Star Wars Celebration, Jesse and I, right? And there's a hotel in Chicago that had rooms available that is supposedly haunted. And she's like, we could stay yeah. in a haunted hotel. And I, I literally, I was like, no, thank you. Would Jesse do that? Yeah, she was all about it. Oh, dude, you should. Dude, it, I, I do you know how... You wouldn't sleep that night, but I, you should. I bet you I wouldn't. I bet you I wouldn't <laughs> sleep, and I bet you like, I would make a fool of myself because I'd be like hanging out with all our friends, our Star Wars friends, and being like, y'all, I saw a ghost. I saw a g-g-g-ghost! Dude, no, you'd be so on edge. You'd be going to the Star Wars conventions, <laughs> and you'd be like shaking. <laughs> People would be like, hey, Halls, and you'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> G-g-g-ghost! All Scooby-Doo and shit. Anyways. I'm chattering, chattering your teeth as you're rolling along. We got, uh, oh my god. 
yeah, dude, I, I, I'm like, I, everybody's got their hobbies or whatever, chasing down ghosts. Like, I'm not even convinced ghosts are real. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have yet to have a experience myself where I'm like. I like the concept of the supernatural and the paranormal, but I'm enough of a scientist to know that there's no real evidence to back it up. So, you know, it's just fun. Fun things to think about. Right. But what I'm saying is, you know, I've never had an experience myself where I'm like, yeah, for sure. I know plenty of rational people that have. They're like, yeah, I saw a ghost. Shit's totally real. So, like, I'm not 100% discounting it. I'm not 100% in on it either. But I I'm don't... not the smartest guy in the room, but I think I'm wise enough to know that human knowledge isn't absolute. We don't know everything. You know, there's still a realm of shit that we don't know about. And spirits and the other side is like one of them. Right. It's it's one of those things like, I, I'd just rather not find out for sure, you know? Stay right. in a haunted hotel. Wake up and there's some ghost I mean, standing I, over my bed. That might be neat. As long as you don't take anything home with you, it could yeah, be cool. Yeah, see, exactly. I'm driving home and there's a ghost in my goddamn backseat and I don't know. And he's like, oh, I got this dude so good at the haunted hotel, I'm moving in with him. You, you I'm going to fuck up, with this dude all the time. You wake up in your big your big cold uh, hotel room because anytime you go to a hotel room, you crank it down real low, real cold. And uh, there's this antebellum lady in your room as you're drinking your little cup of coffee. And you're just talk, chatting away to her. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh my God! I would scream. You've heard my, you've heard pure terror. Oh yeah. For me. Yeah. This one yeah. time, it, it was could shatter glass. <laughs> this one time, it was real late at night. I went into the bathroom. Goose was staying with us. This has been a Operatic. while ago. And it's like sopranic. He, I had like I had uh, some Halloween masks and stuff, and he put one on. Oh God! And he crouched down. Like laid in a prone position, like a goddamn sniper. Yeah, Goose used to scare me all the time. And Goose used to jump scare you all the time with it. And you had the mask to do it to yourself. I know. And so, like, I brush my teeth, I wash my hands, I open up the door, and I go to come out of the thing, and I don't see Goose. I just see a shape come towards me and go, Halls. And dude, I lost. My, you heard it. I woke you up. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. I do not have a manly scream. It is loud and it's very high pitched. And then one time we were leaving Steve's. Do you remember this? And we were crossing the parking uh street to go to the parking lot, and Brad jumped out from behind his car and scared me. Once again, real yes. late at night. And yes, I we were sc- in front of the Phoenix and I was pushing you. I screamed so loud. Oh my god, you did. You used like a squeal. Oh, I hate being I remember the time that we were driving down the road. It was you and me and Steve were in the car, and there was um, a roach or something that crawled like onto the roof of the car right above you. Oh my and god. And you're like screaming, No, no, why, God, why would you do that to me? Why? And then the roach falls on you or you try yeah. to smash it i can't remember either way you're squealing i thought my windows were gonna bust 
And Steve was in the back seat laughing at me so hard. Cutting up. Steve uh, was cutting up. We were in your little Kia Rio. Kia Rio. Going down Highway 459. I remember it well. Yeah, I'm not. I, I scare easily. I'm a jumpy dude. And jump scares get to me. Like, that's why those jump scare type of video games, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I think Five Nights at Freddy's is one of them. It's like a big... Uh, like Silent Hill and Resident Evil. Yeah, I like those. I've played all of those. Those didn't... They definitely made me jump. There's this sort of... Like, the another one of these games is called Outlast. It's a, it's a more modern game. And you are a, a journalist who's investigating a mental institution. And all you have is a flashlight and a pair of... And, and your camera, which you can use to see night vision. And it's real dark and shit. And, like, people will chase you and you got to hide from them and shit. Scares the shit out of me. I was not able to finish the game. It just it oh made me God. too anxious. And I have a damn heart attack playing this video game. <laughs> Anyways, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. You can email us at blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. You can uh, follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. Blue Harvest Pod. We have a Patreon page. Blue Harvest Adventures Episode 3 is coming up Monday. If you feel like supporting this goofy little show, uh, check it out. Patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. <clears throat> and I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but we're part of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. The best damn ass podcast network in the entire galaxy. Galaxy, galaxy, galaxy. You guys hear a, a whisper? I'm gonna start fucking backmasking this and playing it under the podcast and leaving it subliminally for you guys. We get to be on a badass network with a bunch of other cool podcasts like Now This Is Podcasting, Steel Wars, Rebel Girl, Sith List, Rogue One, Podcast 2187, Tarkin's Top Shelf, Idiots Array, First Order Transmissions, and... And the cargo hold. Whew. Talking boss. about all this. Talking about all boss this spooky business. Shit. Yeah, we're talking about spooky. Did bass back masking ever freak you out? What what is that? Back masking like backwards messages and songs. Uh no 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 that doesn't freak me out. We had a. <clears throat> A teacher in school that brought this tape about back masking and uh, played all these different, like it was. <laughs> you went to a super religious school, right? Right. Where well, I didn't like secular music. Exactly. But he brought this tape and it was like this guy talking about back masking and then playing uh, examples. You know what I mean? So he would be like, here's what. Uh, Queens, another one bites the dust, says in reverse. And it's like, it's fun to smoke marijuana. It's fun to smoke marijuana. I remember that one a lot. <laughs> I, okay. All right. Well, Jesse came, just came in from the grocery store and she's big time laughing at me. Uh, <laughs> I think those things are where like you can, inter you can hear what you want to hear. I guarantee there's another interpretation of that audio. Oh, you think so? 
Well, hold on. Yeah. I'm looking on YouTube right now to see if I can find it. Because uh, uh, maybe I'm an idiot and that never, that's not what it said. But I'm pretty sure that's, and there were other examples and like, that one seemed like the, the least <clears throat> crazy because the rest of them were all about the devil and shit. You know what I mean? Like that was the only one that was like, hey, smoke weed. The rest of them were like, you are the devil's child. Shit like that. Right. <clears throat> the thing, to me, the thing is, if the sound is heard when played backwards, why? Like, you can't hear that if you play it forwards. Right, but... So if that's how everybody's going to hear the music, it feels like... Right, but supposedly, like, you hear it in your subconscious, the back masking. Okay, okay. You see what I'm saying? So your subconscious automatically plays the music backwards. Right, or something, and... And uh, it's a subliminal message. That's what it's all about. Subliminal message. Subliminal message. <clears throat> oh my god, it's taking me so long to find this. I know, I can tell. Okay, I found it. All right. So all we, right. we will continue this, and we'll start, we'll talk about Star Wars after this, I swear. Okay, Sarah, so screens and sounds. This is going to play it regularly, and then it's going to play it for you backwards. And listen for the subliminal message. It's fun to smoke marijuana. Ready? <laughs> All right, right. Regular old. Another one bites the dust. Bust the dust. Another one bites the dust. Ow! Another one bites the dust. Hey, hey. Another one bites the dust. Hey, hey. All right, now here it comes backwards. You ready? Did you hear it? I mean, I I hear what you're going for, but I'm not I'm convinced. not going for it. I'm 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 not convinced. I'm not necessarily convinced either. I wonder if it's the power of suggestion. Like cuz I, I wonder if you would have even picked that out had I not said, yo, this is what it's going to be saying, right? I'm it's like, like let me tell you, it sounds like it's fun to eat Benihana. Like like it can He's be not whatever. wrong about either. Like it, it, it can be anything you want it to be. Like it's, it's garbage that your brain is trying to interpret as something. Fair enough. So you want to talk some Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Stop yeah. with the backmasked bullshit, Halls. It's a fucking rock and roll. Satan is eating out my brain. I don't, you know, whatever. Oh, you know, clearly, if there's someone that doesn't believe that, it's me. I'm no, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying this whole school of thought. Um, Subliminal messaging in the in the rock and roll. <laughs> we got a new look Mother's at Resistance. Yes. <laughs> we got a new Resistance. Not really a trailer, but a feature this week. It's like three minutes long. And it uh, gives us a look at the cast of characters a little more in-depthly. Did you get a chance to check that out? I did. I did, yeah. What did you think? 
I thought it was wonderful. Uh, everything I see keeps psyching me up more and more mm-hmm. because it's going to be good. You know, it's focused on racing. It's light. It's not heavy. You know, it doesn't seem like there's these life or death stakes yet. Like it starts off light. I'm sure it gets heavy, obviously, but <clears throat> kind of cool. Seems race race like. Yeah, it definitely seems like they were showing a lot of um, racing stuff. And and it, that's what the whole the cast of characters seems to be as sort of the team behind the race. Like, the you know, the racing team. I don't know what the fuck you call it. I, want, I don't want to call it a pit crew, but like Kaz is the pilot and then there's, um, shit, I can't remember his name. You know, mechanics, Jaeger, engineers. Jaeger or Jaeger. Jaeger. Who's uh, apparently a former, yeah, a former rebellion pilot, um, and then there is like a mechanic lady. There is uh, an alien dude, the green alien Nikto guy, right? Who is voiced by a, a good voice actor? Yeah, he's uh, he was big head in that show, Silicon Valley. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it looks, every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch that. That looks pretty neat to me. I actually like the animation style. That's yeah, um, cool. They straight up say in this featurette, like, we made this for a younger audience. They're right. straight up about it. So that's cool. Like, that's fine. Just, uh, it's good to know. Like, I think it's a good idea to put that out there for people to be like, well, this is for a younger audience. You know what I mean? Like. Don't play it as like super serious Star Wars. All the stakes are on the line. Yeah. And then it not be that. It's better to be upfront with it. <clears throat> and that'll definitely turn some people off. That's fine. It's not going to be for everybody. But uh, it looks like it's going to be a fun time. Um, there is some cool, like we see one shot of X-Wings. Did you see that? Yes, I out, did. Yeah. Out in space and stuff. Um. <laughs> Also, there's a guy towards the beginning that they go walking past who's got, like, an Imperial Cog tattoo on his arm. And then later in the trailer, you they show off a ship that looks like sort of a TIE fighter rebuilt to be, a, like, a, a racer. So yeah. I have a feeling that might be sort of what that dude is. He's an old TIE pilot who took his TIE fighter and turned it into a a racing ship and stuff. <laughs> this is like, you know, just a couple of neat little details in there and stuff. Felt kind of Final Fantasy. Does that make any sense? Really? You got a Final Fantasy vibe from it? I don't know. Like a racing crew of mixed, you know, alienage trying to make money, survive. Yeah. Get away with hijinks in a war-torn water world. Do you know how stoked I would be to play a game called Star Wars Resistance with that graphic style that was like a Final Fantasy style game. Do you know how up my alley that shit would be? It sounds like it would be cool. I would be all up up in that. That in it. stuff. Oh no. Whatever the kids say. I'd be all up in it. Kids. Um I, Yeah. I don't really know what else to say. Like, it was neat seeing 
uh, a different look at the different people and stuff. And the deep dive into the characters and their voice artists was yeah. cool for me. Now I'm ready for like a trailer. trailer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like an actual, like, you know how Star Wars Rebels did those really good trailers for each season? I hope they do one of those for Resistance. Yeah. Because I'm still not sure. And that sure. was Dave Filoni that was talking, right? Yeah, he was definitely part of that that video. Did he have hair plugs done? I don't think so. Why? Did he used to be balding? I don't know. I just remember him used to looking differently. I mean, he looks good. Is what well, I'm he saying. wasn't wearing his, his fancy cowboy hat. wasn't wearing the cowboy hat. The Maybe Indiana you just hat. assumed he was going bald because he Maybe always I wears a hat. Maybe I assumed he was going bald because he had the hold on. Maybe. Anyway, uh-huh. sorry for... Um, but yeah, we'll see. Not much longer until we get our first look at Resistance. A little over a month. <laughs> what would you feel about maybe doing some sort of reaction show that night? Recording something cool. real quick after the premiere and then... What night is that? October 7th. It's a Sunday. I mean, we can October talk about it closer to when it actually yeah, comes yeah. up. No, I was just asking. Yeah, it sounds good. The reason I say that is because I have this like crazy mad scientist plan for Blue Harvest where we need to make up an episode. Like we need one extra episode by... May and the then all of our year. episodes will line up in the Fibonacci sequence. Yes, then all oh, the planets shall align and the moon shall blood r- run blood, blood red. The, Real the, bad the slore shall arise and they'll know the fourth <laughs> reckoning of the Voldrani in, in that day, I tell you. Um, Little Ghostbusters. Little Sorry. Ghostbusters. Oh, I knew, I knew what it was. Um, I said uh, this is an interesting episode so far because I hit the the pothole before the episode normally about halfway through I'm like oh fuck what we were going to talk about we started talking about spooky shit and aliens and back masking and stuff Uh, and now I can't fucking uh, focus my mind sitting here looking over my shoulder the whole time and stuff your mind grapes are all spooked out um Star Wars news oh a little bit of casting news. It seems like Matt Smith of Doctor Who mm. has been added to the Episode 9 cast. Oh, Doctor. Uh, I think that makes the third Doctor to have worked in Star Wars in some capacity. Really? Yeah, I think old... Um, I think Doctor 9 was a stormtrooper in A Force Awakens, wasn't he? No, no. Uh, who's the guy after him? David Tennant? Him. I believe he was in Clone Wars. Then Tom Baker was the Bindu in Rebels. And now Matt Smith is in Episode 9? I don't know my Doctor Who. Uh, Doctor Who is one of those things that I I, don't know much about. I know my Doctor Who, for the most part. Yeah, I know you're into the Who. Like, I gave it a shot. I really did. Like, it was one of those things that the fandom for Doctor Who became so loud and, like, pervasive. I was like, well, I guess I got to give it a shot. And I ended up watching, like, the first season with the the Doctor that's only there for, like, a season. Right? The guy that was the bad guy in Thor 2. He was in that show, Uh, The Leftovers. Christopher Eccleston? Yes. Him. And then I started the David Tennant stuff, and then I got to this one episode 
that I could just never get past. Like I'd start watching it and I'd be like, I don't want to watch this. And then I would give it some time and go back to it. It was like, there's a bunch of powdered wigs and maybe some monks doing Kung Fu and power powdered wig times. I can't remember. They're not all jewels. <laughs> right. But some of them are crown jewels. Right on. The I don't know. Where he basically uh, has, you know, like Satan is in this comet suspended above a black hole. And like, if he ever escapes, he'll be sucked into the black hole. That's and he, fucking metal, dude. Yeah, it was cool. Like Satan that, in a that dark episode, black hole? You need to see. Maybe I did see that. Maybe that's one of the episodes like that you were you were like you got to watch this. You got to watch this Doctor Who. Huh? Yeah, (laughs) lots of speculation online who he's going to be playing. I don't even think there's. I mean, because who knows at this point? All they said he's either going to be playing a rogue, like a lovable rogue, or he's going to be a villain. He's got the British accent, and aren't they usually? Yeah, but. uh, you know, or first order. For all we know, it could be a fucking motion capture alien, or who knows at this point. Like we have so little to go on. It's just like uh, Richard E. Grant or Dominic Monaghan. Like we just know these people. They get cast in something, and we're like, "Ooh, I guess they're a knight or in, huh?" What if he's playing the doctor? What if what if he is a doctor? Like, what if he's a time lord? Like, if he's actually Doctor Who in the movie? Yeah, yeah. Get that corn out of my face. <laughs> Get that corn out of my face. Get that corn out of my face. No, man. Like, I don't think Star Wars is to the point where they need to start doing crossovers. Mm, that'd be Wisconsin cheddar, dude. It's so cheesy. <laughs> Fucking, they're whipping around in the Falcon and a phone booth goes flying by. No, thank you. <laughs> Mark in the phone booth in the Falcon. And, it's all, and they're all like, oh, it's bigger on the inside. That's the thing, right? It's bigger on the inside. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. Anyways, whoever he is, he's going to be cool. As good as Prince Philip in um, The Crown. The Crown is really good. That's so. another one of those things. Like, I don't know that I've seen a single episode of him as Doctor Who. I definitely haven't seen The Crown, but it's one of those things I keep seeing people talk about. Like, oh, you got to watch The Crown. I don't know that it would be for me, but I'll give it a shot, I guess. You'd be surprised. Start doing my Star Wars homework a little bit. It's kind of history. I gotcha. It's kind of history. It's loose history. It's entertainment. Yeah, it's loose history. It's like Braveheart. Like, ooh, it's a true story. Mm. Mm. It's a little more truer than Braveheart, but... Mm. It's like Highlander. It's a documentary. Yeah. (laughs) Highlander was a documentary. We all know it. Highlander was a documentary. I have the power. Ugh. Fucking Ben Affleck's Pearl Harbor. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I went to the theaters to see that. I think that's a Michael Bay joint, isn't it? It's either Michael Bay or Jerry Bruckheimer. It might be a Michael Bay joint. (laughs) I think it might be. Anyways, um, you know who didn't get a role in Star Wars, but apparently tried a couple times, is old Dave Bautista, Drax. Old Drax himself. They have put Guardians of the Galaxy 3 on ice. 
Yeah, they sure have. They, from what I understand, they, it's not like there was a huge crew working on it. It was a small pre-production team, and they told them like, "Go look for other stuff." Yeah, like hold off on that. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Guardians Three is gonna happen. They're not going. I mean, to, of course it is. But it's definitely getting pushed back. I would imagine from the, where they originally intended it to be. Dave Bautista was one of the loudest voices decrying the firing of James Gunn and asking for his reinstation. I think he might still be at it. That dude is a loyal friend to James Gunn, that's for sure. He sure is. Um, yeah, there's a lot of questions. Like People are like, uh, are, are Marvel just going to let him talk all this shit? And, uh, are they going to recast him? Because I think he basically said like, I'll do my last movie because I'm contracted to. Right, and, he but he said if they don't use James Gunn's script for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, that he's going to be asked to be let out of, let go from his contract because he doesn't want to do it. And now Disney could be like, no. <laughs> Granted, I don't know what kind of great working condition that would provide if if someone's like, hey, man, I really want out of that contract. And they're like, no, you're in a contract, sir. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. But yeah, apparently he wanted to be in Star Wars and tried to get in a couple of them and they didn't hire him. It's interesting. Can't really. He would have been good in Rogue One. Yeah, he could have been really good in Rogue One for sure. He would have been good. In he could have been good in Solo too. I'm trying to think of any specific roles in any of the newer movies that I could see him taking over. Right? You know what I mean? Like, who could he play in any of these? Movies? I hate to say this, and I don't mean a diss to Woody Harrelson. He could have had Woody Harrelson's role, and it wouldn't have made that much of a difference. Yeah, I could have seen him being Beckett, I think. He's he's in a very small part of the new Blade Runner movie, and he was all right in that, but it's very small. Yeah. Very small role. <clears throat> Did you see that? Did you see Blade Runner 2049? No, uh, no, it's on my DVR, I believe, and I can go watch it. You should watch it. It's good. I uh, I tried to watch it on the plane on the way home from California, and I was like, this is awesome, but this does not feel like a plane movie. You know what I mean? Like, this, this feels like something I should pay a little more attention to. I watched Black Panther on the way out, and I fell asleep in certain parts of it. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. It's just, you know, I think it was because I was on the plane, and I was tired. But it was good. It was a good movie. That's going to be on Netflix soon. I think this month, or is September. It? Yeah. Watch <clears throat> Forget what else I watched. Oh, The Last Jedi. That's what I watched. Yeah, I watched uh, The Last Jedi on the flight twice. Once on the way there and once on the way back. And I'll watch The Last Jedi today. I'll be watching The Last Jedi. I'll be watching Solo as soon as it comes out. I'm just waiting for that to happen. Yeah. Um, You had a couple of other pieces of Star Wars. Oh, did you hear? have you seen this thing about people freaking out that you're going to be able to drink booze at Galaxy's Edge? Like, oh, oh, wow, you can drink alcohol at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, no shit. It's Disney World. Is there money to be made? Then let's make that money. Well, so I, you know, I am not a Disney-holic. I have not been to Disney many, many times, but, and and I've only been to Disneyland once, but apparently you can't buy booze at Disneyland. Can you not? Uh, I don't I'm remember. I'm used to Disney World. See, that's the thing. Okay. Do they Is let that... you buy booze at Disney World? 
Yeah, you can drink around Epcot. You can drink oh, at every yeah. na- like that's one of the things you can drink at every nation in Epcot, and um and at like at the uh, at the Disney at the wharf at the boardwalk you can drink and um you know in the hotel restaurants and stuff. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be damned. See, I I just wasn't aware. That that you could at one and couldn't. Maybe at the not others. on Disney World property in the restaurants, but in like uh, downtown Disney, definitely. Right on. Well, there you go. That's why I wasn't surprised, but apparently, I guess in Disneyland, I didn't really think about that. Ah, that well, now that affair. definitely makes more sense. Why people were like, "Oh shit!" I mean, all right, cool. Get fucked up at Disneyland, I guess. I don't I know mean, what to like, tell you. It'd be cool to have a tasty alcoholic beverage, a cold alcohol bit when you're out there sweating your balls off. You know, like at the beach, you know, you go down to Gulf Shores, you get yourself a monsterita, which is like a frozen monster margarita. It's really good. Wait a second. What kind of shit is this? A margarita made with monster energy drink? Yeah, but it's a frozen it's a frozen like <laughs> you know, like frozen deck. <laughs> I did not know such a thing existed. A monsterita. Yeah, a monsterita. Something tells me that's an Alabama coast thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't oh, know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know it that uh, other people can be going to the beach on the east or west coast and be like, "Ooh, where can I get a monsterita?" That sounds. They're tasty. I'm not even gonna hate. They are good. They're orange. I can't hate because I like Monster Energy drink. It just seems very redneck to be like, "Oh, you know how I'm gonna make my frozen margarita with monster." <laughs> That's good. With a Slim Jim straw. Oh, gross. <laughs> I just imagine, like, the cases of vomiting will go up by 20-fold drinking at Disneyland. Um, maybe. Maybe I doubt be it. so, It's probably so expensive that you can't go there all the time if and I, get fucked up. If I can eat greasy-ass churros and... Ugh. French fries and shit and be fine. I don't know why I couldn't. I'd drink fuck it. up a Star Wars churro right now. Let me tell you something. It was good. It was real good. Um, was there other Star Wars news? I feel like you told me about something. Oh, uh, let me let me see what I have in my news that we didn't talk about. We got old Doctor Who. We got Resistance. We got the Disneyland alcohol. Uh, gear, nothing, nothing, nothing. We got all the good. We got the Dave Batista. Got him. We got uh, oh, the kid, the poor kid that oh. got bullied. Yeah, man, and this got is the a shit beat out of him. Yeah, and he said he didn't fight back because it wasn't the Jedi way. And Mark Hamill gave him some props, and that's just so heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking that someone would, that several kids would beat up another kid for being different that's awful that's awful that that's where we're at still i know you would think you would think parents would try to guide that out of their kids but even if they do you know kids can be cruel dude kids are fucking mean kids freak me out because they're so mean and sometimes they're unintentionally mean you know what i'm saying you ever seen a kid be unintentionally mean you're just like, ooh, that meanness is in you, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, man. I I don't know. It was cool to see Mark Hamill give him a shout out and stuff, and like see so many you other know. like Star Wars fans be like, "This kid rules." 
You because nonviolence is the higher path. You know, it is. And I recognize that it is. But I, you know, you, I don't know. The de- you know, the inner dad in me wants that little boy to defend himself. You know, right. I want to. I see that too, man. You, you know, like... but I understand. Like, I understand. And I respect that, that, that move. Um, and he you... might not have been the kind of kid that could have fought back, you know? Mm-hmm. Did you see Hayden Christensen um, talk about the whole Kelly Marie Tran thing in a interview? No, tell me about that. I mean, someone asked him about it, and he basically said, like, you just try to have to tune out the hateful people online because the majority of the people don't feel like that way, and they support you, and they're glad you're part of the fandom and things like that, right? Which I totally agree with. It was just nice to see someone who clearly also has caught some shit for his someone who has suffered the same mild fate right and and um you know sort of come out in support of someone else you know oh dude speaking of which there's there's something i want you to check out so we can talk about it next week uh you know ahmed best we talked about it a few weeks ago where he put out that post on twitter saying like he almost ended his life and stuff because of the backlash to the Phantom Menace and how he's glad he didn't and now he's got his son and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And he was in there, he was talking about doing a a one-man show or something with it, talking about his story. Well, he has started a YouTube channel where he's going over like his notes and just sort of speaking off the cuff about his experiences. Oh, wow. And, dude, you have to check it out. Look it up. It's Ahmed Best Field Notes. Watch him for next week, and we'll talk about him. But, dude, it is right. it is a dude being 100% real. He does not hold back. Like, even stuff that you would be like, I shouldn't say that. Maybe it makes me sound a little jealous or, like, uh, envious or um, bitter. He'll say it. And he'll be like, I know... I know this makes me sound bitter and like I don't like feeling that way, but why didn't I start my own motion capture studio like Andy Circus? He he directly talks about the whole Andy Circus thing, um, all kinds of stuff. It's really good, criminally underviewed. Like our listeners, if they haven't watched them yet, really need to check them out. They're really good. Um, that sounds really good. Yeah, I'll be interested to see where he goes with this whole one-man show thing. It would be something I, I would definitely check out, but I just don't feel like unless he does it at Celebration or something, then something I'd necessarily have the opportunity to check out. You know, like if he tours it, I don't necessarily imagine Birmingham's on the tour dates, you know? Hopefully he'll get a Netflix documentary show. See, that that is something I would be real interested in seeing. Oh, speaking of Netflix documentaries, they put one up uh, in the past couple of weeks called "The Power of Grayskull." I I flipped across that and it I saw Frank Langella's face made up like Skeletor. Right. So I watched it, and it's really good. But I will not lie; it has put me on a serious He-Man kick for the last week. Really? So I watched that. Then I started looking up toys online and stuff, He-Man stuff. They do this whole line called He-Man Classics, 
which they've been doing since like 2008 or something, that are sort of bigger, more detailed versions of the classic toys. So they look yeah. like the old school toys. I think they're a little bigger and they've got more articulation and stuff, better paint jobs, molding. They're meant for sort of like adult collectors. And damn, right. they look nice, but they are expensive in the aftermarket because they produce so many, like so few numbers of them. So like a He-Man is like 150 bucks or something. Wow. But they're real cool looking. <clears throat> so then I checked out um, the old school cartoon the filmation cartoon it's on netflix i watched a few episodes of that and i was like i'm good like i enjoyed it or whatever but it's not something i would sit there and binge you know yeah you, you i've done the exact same thing you watch like one or two episodes and you're like oh yeah there is a formula here there is a rinse and repeat formula for like 23 minutes of this yeah and it was very nostalgic. I had a good time, but like I said, it's not like I'm like time to watch the rest. Like I'm burning through all of He Man and the yeah, Masters of the like Universe. What I really wanted to watch was the 2002 Cartoon Network series they did. I think they did two seasons of it. Yeah. Before it got like canceled, kick ass one. Yeah. And it's not up for streaming anywhere, at least on any of the services I have. But I was going to watch that because it looked pretty cool. They go over it in the documentary and. Um, our buddy Chris Fresh from the Geek Dudes um, recommended it to me. Oh, and let me say, if you've ever gotten the itch to look at He-Man toys, don't talk to Chris Fresh about it. Next thing you know, you'd be buying Samurai He-Man, b- 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 Samurai Battle Cat and shit. He, he, that Manny dude, arms. Man, that, or Manny faces. Manny man faces. Manny faces. S- no, it's Man at Arms and Manny faces. Manny yep. faces is a neat figure. I like Moss Man. He was like covered. He was flocked. It was basically just Beast Man, but covered in green, green fur, and he kind of smelled beast like a Christmas man. tree. Fucking, I had to. Uh, so he's a beast, but he's a man. He's the, Beast Man. The only thing I could find to watch was the Masters of the Universe movie, and it was on Hulu. So that's why I watched that last night. And there's a character in there named Sarod. He's like a lizard man, in like this golden armor. And I remember I had his toy as a kid, and on his back he had a little switch. And if you push the switch, he shot sparks out of his mouth. It was kind of like a lighter, right? I set my parents' couch on fire with that toy. Did you really? Yeah. Not on purpose. Well, sort of. Maybe even a little on purpose, to be honest. Like, I remember playing He-Man on the couch, and I was shooting sparks out of Saurad's mouth. And I was like, I wonder if this can catch stuff on fire. And I tried it, and it caught the couch on fire. It didn't burn the whole couch up, but it did burn a good, you know, like, coffee cup-sized hole in the opposed. And, oh, I got in so much trouble. Oh, I got so much trouble. Because I tried to sit on it. Not to put the fire out. Like, I tried to sit on it to hide it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> To roast your bacon? No, to hide the hole, not the fire. Like, I patted the fire out, and then I tried to sit on the hole that it burned in the couch. It probably smelled like burnt couch in the entire house. Yeah, my mom was like, is something in here burning? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, lady. And she's like, uh-huh. Burning, burning, what burning? And, you know, like, clearly I'm a kid. I'm not selling it real well. I know what's up. I just don't want to tell her what's up. One of those right. type of things. And then uh, I got up, and she was like, what? 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 Oh, so in trouble. 
I think I might even. I might. I think I might even told her I did it with a lighter because I didn't want him to take my sawrod toy away. I can't remember. Might have though. Fucking He-Man toys, almost causing a disaster in my house. They might be causing another disaster when they start showing up to this house. <laughs> Man, we really burned through the Star Wars news this week, and like normally we burn through the stories. We burned right through them stories. We're like Resistance. Yep, yeah, it looks cool. Nah, fucking Matt Smith, timey wimey or whatever the fuck. Tardises. <laughs> And then now I'm like sitting here like, eh, I don't know what the fuck to talk about. And guess what? We don't got emails this week. So. <laughs> Apparently the Cats movie will go head to head with Star Wars Episode 9 next December. That seems like a bad scheduling choice. Cats movie? Yeah, like the, the, the Broadway play Cats. No, no, no. Like Andrew Lloyd Webber Cats. Is that who wrote the play? Yes. Then yes, that is that's exactly the, magic, the cats. The magic, Mr. Magic Mustafalis. You know, I don't know a damn thing about cats, and you'd think that'd be a Broadway play I'd be all about, but I, I don't. Yeah, you would think. I couldn't tell you one character, one song, anything from Cats. I know it's people like dancing around in cat suits. Like I know yeah, you like men and women in tights with with per fall paws and tails and ears. I know. Jumping around. I know last year, um, Jesse's sister Sierra and her daughter Hunter went to New York and they saw cats and they apparently had like really good seats and they could see a dude's ding dong through his leotard while he's dancing yeah. around like he's a cat. Like you don't strap that, you don't put some fucking, you don't put a cup on or something like a dick shield. Oh, like you that, just, that's, that's, you're a, uh, you're a performer. That's your billboard. That's advertising. That's really? You just dance around production. with your fucking ding dong? Showing yeah, for course. a whole Broadway crowd? No modesty? I guarantee somebody adds something to make it bigger. Some people do. You think they... What and do the you dudes mean? In Slap it around a little bit? In the Nutcracker got like cups and stuff. They're like cod to pieces. I had one time, <clears throat> the very first con I went to, Pensacon, there was a dude in that... Um, have you ever seen the Spider-Man suit that's like white and black? You know the one I'm talking about? It's like... Uh, yeah, the symbiote suit. Not that one. It's it's more white. It's like white with a black symbol on the chest. No, I don't think so. Is it got a hoodie? No, it wasn't Spider Gwen. Maybe okay. I'm mistaken on the color scheme. I just remember it was a lighter colored um, Spider-Man thing. And Jesse's like, oh, there's a Spider-Man. Get a picture of Spider-Man. I was like, I want to get a picture of Spider-Man. What the fuck is this? Is this Disneyland? So, But I got a, sp a picture of Spider-Man, right? And we looked at it yeah. afterwards. You could full on see Homeboy's Spider Dong. Yeah. Like just laid out up on his leg. I was like, God damn, Spider Man. Man, showing off much? Thanks. What the fuck? And men don't really think that to wear bloomers or something like that. Yeah, I'm supposed to put this on my Instagram and get banned? Me with Spider Man, his dick just laying up against his leg? No, thank you. It's the, it's the fucking danger of cosplaying, man. You did. You have a big old smile on your face. Someone's like, that's Spider-Man's dick, y'all. Spider-Dick. It shoots webs. I knew that was coming. That's, <laughs> I knew that was coming. That's the easy joke. I know. That's all I ever have is the easy jokes. Who the fuck do you think I am, Bill Hicks? I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. 
I was like, oh, spider. He said he said spider deck a couple times now. The spider spider web is coming. It's coming. <laughs> uh, you weren't wrong. You weren't wrong. Um, Wapachai. This has been an episode, y'all. I don't really know what to say. It's only been yikes. Fifty-two minutes. I was trying to make it to an hour. Train wreck. Choo choo choo. I don't know. Like this is one of those things where I wish we had like some uh, some feedback, like like uh, some live feedback. People would be like, just just put it out of its misery. Put this episode out of its misery. What? They'd be like, guys, just end it. End it. There'd yeah. be people in the booth right now if we were in a studio, like doing cut the, it the out. Cut the next thing, like. Or, or maybe they're like, "Hey, fucking, let's hear some more backwards masking and songs." Been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers lately. Always a good time. Bob's on the beach with the burgers. Always a good time. I love that show. I feel like I'm missing some huge piece of Star Wars news. But you are. But I don't think I am. Like, man, I don't know what it is, but I'm pretty sure that you are. Oh, you do think I am? No, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm messing with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's fucked up, man. I'm just messing with you, buddy. I'm sorry. Okay, so supposedly Greg Gr- Grunberg is coming back for episode nine. Uh, big surprise. Snap Wexley's back. Awesome. I'm glad to see Snap. Not huge. And then we get... Um, That's the Lost guy, right? Yes. Well, very small role in Lost. He was also um, in Heroes. He was Matt Parkman in Heroes. That's when, where I remember him from the most. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm looking at Star Wars news alerts, and all of them are fucking Disney's Star Wars Land Cantina will sell alcohol. Alcohol is being added to Disneyland thanks to Star Wars. It's all about booze at Disneyland. It's Star about Wars. those drunky Star Wars fans. Damn Disney Star Disney Star Wars Galaxy's Edge attraction adds Oga's Cantina. There will be booze. Star Wars Cantina will be first Disneyland attraction to sell booze. Okay, okay. and okay, whatever it is, it'll be a Disney cocktail and it'll cost $25. Yeah. Yeah. And uh oh, Oscar Isaac did some interview where you know he was talking about episode nine and he basically said that the resistance are like they've had to um uh not result Uh, they had to um resolve no they had to uh basically they're using um guerrilla tactics in their fight against resort there we go that's the r word i was looking for resort they had to resort to guerrilla guerrilla tactics all right badass like that sounds cool to me but i don't know what else to say about it you know what i'm saying Mm, little hit and run tactics yeah yeah i don't know man little 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 blow and go it's a whole different kind of star wars movie Oh, do this where you blow something up and get out of there. You gotta go. No, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I I know that's what you meant. That's not how it took it. Whew. Oh, I know how you like to take it. 
running on fumes. Anyways, guys, I mean, at this point in the the evening, we would go to emails and stuff and hear from our much more informed and intelligent listeners than us. I don't know what happened tonight. I, I just don't know. It got derailed. We started talking about into the wilderness. Started talking about spooky shit before the show. That spilled over until like the first fifteen. That was my fault. That's what happened. I ruined the show by spooking by by talking about a bunch of spooky stuff before we got started. I don't know that you ruined it. I wouldn't say it was ruined. I'm just saying like I just don't know how. Wait, it's like when you've had a night out drinking and you wake up the next morning and you're like, how did what happened? That's how I feel like about the last 56 minutes. Like, what happened? Well, maybe we should start talking about alternate dimensions of different realities, and that'll, that'll settle your mind. Well, alternate dimension and different realities. Hmm. What do you think about John Titor? 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 However you say it. I don't think he's really a time traveler. You don't? I don't. I really don't. I don't. It's not. I like, think it's a fascinating internet story. I do not think he was a time traveler. What's fascinating about it is how it it, it popped up in such an early stage of the internet because it was all like uh, like BBS boards and stuff. I think. And he said he was a time traveler who came from the future and he was looking for a, a very specific type of computer, right? Because they needed it for something in the future, and that there was this big apocalypse. And, like, all this bad shit happened, and they were trying to change it. He came back. He showed pictures. Do you, have you ever seen the pictures he showed of his time travel device and shit? Yeah, yeah. It seemed really basic. <clears throat> yeah, it was... It's an interesting thing to read up on, old John Titor. Titor, however you spell it. T-I... Or say it. T-I-T-O-R. Right? Yeah. I think that's right. Anyways, guys, uh, we'll talk to you next week. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I am not. (laughs) Uh, Please please write us some emails. Because at least if there were some emails, I could have wrangled us back in somehow. But you guys left us adrift in space, and this is what happens. We'd just be talking. We talked about Spider-Man's dick for five minutes. Is there anybody out there? Um, if you like our theme song, please check out the band who were kind enough to provide the music. They are Stoned Cobra. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, or at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. We have a T Public store, tpublic.com slash user slash Blue Harvest Podcast. And uh, leave us some five star reviews on iTunes if you haven't done Quality so. Quality content. <laughs> yeah. Capital Q. Um, anyways, guys, we'll see you next week. I apologize. Uh, for Blue Harvest, I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us.